Welcome to Fierce Female Radio. I'm your host, Estelle, from FierceFemaleCo.com, your female empowerment coach. If you're ready to dive in deep and learn all the tips, rituals, and insights to help you let go of the old version of yourself and unleash your inner fierce, then you are in the right place. This is your space for uncut and real conversations with real women about all things, dreams and desires, mindset, holistic wellness, balance, and spirituality. What's up, beautiful people? Welcome. It's Estelle here, your host, empowerment coach, and the founder of Fierce Female Co., where we're helping you fearlessly reinvent your life, step into your higher self, and unapologetically claim your purpose. Guys, I'm excited about this episode. So damned you say. But before we get into it, let's share my Fierce Female tip of the week. So... Look, this isn't going to be the sexiest tip in the world, but it has seriously been something that I implemented a few years ago that has been a complete game changer. And whenever I go back on it, I notice a massive difference. And that is not to check your phone for the first 20 to 30 minutes upon when you wake. So what happens is when you open your eyes and one of the first things you do is grab your phone and scroll Instagram or scroll Facebook, you are essentially opening up to all the different energies. You're being reactive. You're saying to the universe, hit me with whatever you got, right? You are not being proactive about the way that you want to feel, how you want to start the day and the energy that you want to call in, right? You're going to be looking at different feeds. You're going to be looking at different comments. You're totally just in reactive mode. But the idea what we want to really focus on is in the morning, this is your space to create. This is your space to be intentional and proactive about the energy that you want to embody and the energy that you want to call in throughout the day. So, you know, whether it's keeping your phone on airplane mode and just having your alarm go off in the morning, you know, or, you know, making sure that you do your, you know, meditation first thing upon waking, even if it's just getting ready, if you don't do your morning rituals, even if it's just getting ready for the day, And then, you know, putting on your makeup or whatever it is that you do, brushing your teeth. And then after that 20 minutes, then looking at your phone, you're essentially just giving yourself some space, right? Some giving yourself some space and really um, prioritizing those energetic boundaries. So you don't just consume everything that's coming at you. Not the sexiest tip, guys, but so, so damn important. Um, Whenever I find myself not doing that, which is rare. Like maybe it's on a Sunday morning if I'm hungover, (laughs) I still notice the difference. I'm still, um, I definitely notice the difference in the day. So that's, that's our little tip for the week guys. And for our fierce female shout out, there's this absolutely gorgeous Australian brand that I have been crushing on. One of my girlfriends recommended it to me. Um, the brand is called Hanako Therapies. And they're absolutely beautiful brand. They're gorgeous, like handcrafted, crystal infused aromatherapy and like sacred ritual tools. Um, And there's so many different beautiful things on the website. But one of the products that I'm most obsessed with at the moment is they call it their natural perfumes. I don't really use it for a for a kind of perfume as such. I use it for like a face spray, spray myself whenever I need a bit of a pick me up. Like just I use it as a mist and also 
I use it as a spray because it's got such beautiful scents that I breathe it all in. So I kind of do, I spray it and then I do a really deep inhale and exhale. And I do that three times and I just find it so incredibly grounding. The, if you check out the website, the, the one that I'm specifically um, obsessed with and have is the natural perfume called I Am Protected. And it's so beautiful. Like there are heaps of others, like I am brave, I am bliss, I am love. Like it's just, yeah, really, really beautiful product. So check out their website, Hanako Therapies, for some beautiful sacred rituals. Um, okay, guys, today we have the beautiful holistic health and beauty coach, Martina Fink. I absolutely adore Martina. And in this episode, we really go deep into what it truly means to love yourself and how to live a glowing life. Martina is a beautiful soul and she's built her business on the foundation of self-love, travel, beauty. And in this episode, we specifically cover how to create a glowing life. What does self-love really mean and how we can cultivate more of it in our life? How self-love affects every single area of our life? How Martina started her business and went from store manager at Apple to traveling all around the world, running beautiful wellness retreats, hosting masterminds, and just creating a beautiful heart center community. We talk about her go-to rituals and the importance of doing the deep inner work and what her process is for working through her fears and leaping to the unknown. Um, Martina and I actually recorded this episode a few months ago, so she's talking about this retreat Um, so unfortunately that retreat, um, has passed, but, um, she does host absolutely beautiful retreats all over the world. So, um, make sure to tune in. This is a really juicy and deep episode. As always, we like to go deep here on Fierce Female Co. I'm excited to share it with you guys. Um, DM me if you have any questions, let me know if you love it. I really love hearing from you. I know that most of, not most of you, but a bunch of you have been messaging me after you've listened to the episodes and it really warms my heart. So yeah, shoot me a DM, let me know your takeaway, share it on stories so we can spread the word and continue to inspire women to up level and just step into the higher version of themselves. All right, let's get into it. Welcome to Fierce Female Radio. Today we have the beautiful Martina Fink. She is a holistic health and beauty coach. She's helping women all over the world, especially the perfectionists among us, reclaim our self-worth and live a truly glowing life. She hosts incredible retreats all over the world. Think Greece, Bali, and Thailand. She's super passionate about living an eco lifestyle. She's a conscious consumer and a lover of all things wellness. Welcome to the show, Martina. Thank you so much. So excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you. I'm so excited to have you. For the, for the listeners, Martina and I actually were part of the same business program a couple of years ago, and we actually connected and met up last year in Switzerland. What a stunning part of the world. And it was just so, so beautiful. So I'm so grateful that I actually was able to meet you face-to-face and connect with you. Yeah, we had such a great time on that day, <laughs> remember. So good. It was so, so good. All right, let's get into it. We're going to start with our rapid fire questions. So most importantly, what is your favorite Beyonce song? My favorite Beyonce song is I Was Here. Oh my goodness. You know who's, that, that's a few people's favorite Beyonce song. I love oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you, because it's pretty intense, isn't it? It's beautiful. Yeah, it's like, it's about leaving a legacy and like really living to be here to do something, you know, and not just live for a boring life. 
Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Oh, so good. So, so good. And what is your morning ritual? What does it look like at the moment? I know yours changes quite often, but what does it look like now? Well, at the moment, it's hard to say because I just got back from like a two and a half week um, trip in the US, which always messes up my morning ritual a little bit when you're yeah. moving around so much. But generally, I try to sleep in and not wake up with an alarm clock. Um, I actually haven't set an alarm in like months unless I have to go to the airport <laughs> early in the morning amazing um yeah it's been beautiful um and then I do a little meditation I love pulling a card I have this oracle deck from called the moon deck which is a really nice which brand one. um it's called the moon deck oh, the moon deck okay yeah you said that <laughs> yeah it's so beautiful. I love it. And I just pull one card as like a motivation or sometimes I ask a question and that's like my answer to it. Um, and I love doing journaling, some sort of journaling. Sometimes it's gratitude. Sometimes it's just random thoughts. Um, then I usually burn some Palo Santo or some white sage and then I make breakfast. Mm -hmm. And I usually don't start working before 10. I love that. That's so beautiful. So you've actually had the time to wake up and do all these rituals for yourself. And so you can connect with yourself and start the day before you need to, you know, get into the work mode. Love it. Yeah. It just changes everything. I'm not so much of a morning person. <laughs> like um, I'm, I can be more productive in the evening. So mornings are like really sacred for me. That's beautiful. And I really like that idea of not waking up with an alarm and just letting your body wake up naturally once it's rested. Yeah, it's so nice. That's so beautiful. I love it. Love it. And what is your fierce fe or what fierce female are you crushing on right now and why? You know, I was thinking about this question. I'm like, I don't really crush on anyone. <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna crush well, on is that what's happening? We can totally go there. Uh, no, <laughs> sorry. No, but I've actually never really been like a big fan of someone or like really adored anyone. Um, but if, if I had to pick someone, it would probably be Marie Forleo with her book tour right now, because she's totally killing it with like her dance show that she's set up for her show. And it's absolutely incredible to see how someone can just create something so creative out of nowhere like who would have thought that she would go on a book tour and and set up this like beyonce like show it's absolutely incredible do you know what i actually haven't been following it you are inspiring me to actually follow it. and you she had a book but i didn't i just haven't been across it i need to jump on instagram straight away after this and look at what she's doing because she does love to dance doesn't she that's her thing mm, absolutely so I just watched this behind the scenes video that she posted before, I think it was before her first show. So you can find it on YouTube if you look her up. Um, and just, it's like insane, like dancing. It looks, it feels like Beyonce behind the scenes mm, kind of. God. Okay, I need to, I need yeah. to do that. So good. I'm not sure if she's going to Australia. I think you should check 
her schedule out. Yeah, I doubt it. <laughs> but I'll check. <laughs> I'll check. <laughs> so good. Um, okay, beautiful. So, Martina, I know that you really pride yourself and your business and your brand up around living a glowing life. But I would love to just know what does living a glowing life mean to you? Like, what does that look and feel like for you? A glowing life is definitely a life where you feel excited, where you're happy, where you have great relationships and support, where you have a job that you enjoy, where you have some sort of a spiritual practice and connection to yourself and to your higher self or to spirit or universe or whatever, God. Um, and it's a life where you're giving to others as well with a full heart. So it's not just about you, but you take care of yourself and then you have enough love to give to others. And you know, a glowing life is something very individual. So that's what it means to me, but it can mean something completely different to you. It really just means that you're the best version of you in whatever form or shape that may be. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And I love that it is so unique based on the individual's purpose and what lights them up and what makes them feel good. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. I love that so much. And I, I love, I love to, would love to hear more about your story. I'd love for you to share with us your story because I know that you used to be a store manager at Apple and living a very different life that you have now, you know, and only a few years ago, that was your reality. And now you're running your own online business, always traveling and hosting beautiful retreats all over the world. I'd love for you just to share with us a bit more about your story and how you came from that, you know, how you were that store manager at Apple to where you are now. Yeah, it's an exciting journey and a scary journey as well sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I left my full-time job about, yeah, a bit over four, four and a half years ago in summer, well, in our summer in Europe, 2015. Um, and even that was a big journey. It took me about a year to finally have the courage to leave and say, okay, I'm really going for my dream now. At the time I was still doing mostly, um, makeup work. So I was a makeup artist on the side, taught makeup classes for women to just learn how to use makeup naturally for everyday life. You know, not the crazy smoky eyes stuff and the two, three color makeup looks, which are fun too but I really wanted to give women something that can help them feel confident in their bodies and look confident and just feel really good about themselves. That is easy and takes like five to 10 minutes in the morning. So yeah, then I was just like, okay, am I leaving my corporate job, which, you know, Apple is, has been nominated the world's most admired company so many times. I'm like, this is such a great company. I love this. I love my job. I love working with the people in the store. Um, but I just felt whenever I was doing makeup and working with women, I felt like I completely forgot about time. And you know how they say when you forget about time, you're really in your zone of genius and in your element. So I wanted to explore that more. And so I took the leap, yeah, four and a half years ago, decided to give it a go and, and just try, you know, that was my, my motto basically, like, try and see if it doesn't work, you can always go back. But if you don't, if you don't even try, then I will have def definitely failed at my own business, you know? Yeah. So 
yeah, I quit my job and I got a part-time job for a couple of years to just make sure I can cover my living costs and I don't need to worry about paying for my rent and for food and all of that. And that has helped me a lot in terms of not stressing out and not pushing too much in my business because I didn't want this to become a business where I have to like proactively reach out to people and make sales and all of that just so I could survive. I really wanted to grow this business from a passionate place with like alignment. So that part-time job helped me a lot to just build everything very sustainably. Um, and yeah, from there through the makeup classes, I realized how many women are actually struggling with confidence and don't like themselves enough and don't think they're beautiful. And I started exploring more of that and then somehow got into health coaching because the way you eat is connected to what your skin looks like and how you feel and all of that. So I learned more about health and wellness and a holistic lifestyle and stress reduction and managing relationships and like all of these things that really contribute to your health. So health isn't just what you eat. It's so much more about the lifestyle you live, about how stressed you are, about the relationships you have, about the workout routines you have and the spiritual practice you have. So it really includes everything. And from there, I just started, just started. Like I started with the first clients and the more people I worked with, the more clear I got about what exactly is it I want to do? What exactly is the person I want to work with? So the more time passed, the clearer I got on everything I'm doing today, basically started my online course called Glow School, which launches once a year, started my retreats, which you've been talking about, um, my mastermind and like the podcast and all of these things just kind of naturally came one by one. That's amazing. That is so amazing. I love what really stands out for me when you share your story is that you didn't need to have it all figured out to start. Like you took one step at a time and you seem like you really did it in tune with what's right for you. And then just, you know, eventually the dots were connected, but you didn't need to know how everything was going to transpire in order to start. And I think that's incredibly brave and really, really powerful. Yeah, it's actually interesting when I think back to what I was doing then with like just a couple makeup classes a month and things like that. I was like, I was definitely really brave to to leave my job for not knowing what's going to happen, you know, but somehow I was just confident it's going to work out in some way. Yeah, that's so beautiful. You just had like this this inner knowing. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. And you're, and I, I've noticed with you, like you're really, whether it's with your content that you're sharing, you know, you're very, very intentional. Um, and I remember, I don't know if I read this somewhere or you said this to me, but I remember you, maybe I heard it in one of your podcasts that traveling is a non-negotiable for you. And, you know, obviously really important for you to live, you know, a healthy lifestyle. So how do you make traveling happen? Like, how does this become your reality where you get to travel as often as you do? And why is it so important to you? It's a really good question. You know, I'm actually thinking it, it my pattern may be changing <laughs> because coming home from this trip, I'm like, I really need to get grounded and I don't want to travel for a couple of months, but, um, yeah, generally I love to travel. Um, 
and I think that comes from my parents, actually, especially my dad. He had um, a youth orchestra when I was little, and we would travel to all these countries in Europe and Australia, actually, um, and Canada, and with this orchestra and just go on tour, basically, and give concerts. And he had such a passion for organizing trips and like going to sightseeing and, you know, experiencing the culture. And that has kind of start yeah just kindled the fire in me many many years ago when I was yeah before I even was a teenager um and I've just always felt very refreshed when I when I've gone travel and when I've experienced different culture yeah different cultures and when I first started my business you know well I don't know in Australia but in Switzerland you have about five to six weeks of vacation every year when you work full-time I think I had five so I'm like, what am I going to do with five weeks? I can't really go anywhere. <laughs> you know, it's, it's going to go by so fast. And I wanted to travel more than that. Um, so when I started my business, I was like, at some point, I think it was 2017. I told myself, January 2017, I told myself, this year I want to travel every month. And somehow it happened. I can't remember how. But every month there was something coming up. Either it was with clients or I was going to a retreat or friends visiting or things like that. So I was basically away somewhere every month. And, you know, in Europe, things are really close. So that's good. But after this year, I was like, this is actually a little too much. <laughs> like traveling every month can be overwhelming. And then you pack your bag, you unpack your bag, and then you're already off for the next trip and all that stuff. Um, so 2018 has definitely been more more intentional about where I go and with whom I travel and how long and all of that stuff, um, where I've also prioritized how I travel. You know, do I upgrade my seat sometimes? Do I go and pay a little bit more if I can have a direct flight instead of transiting and things like that? Mm -hmm. um, but travel has definitely always been very refreshing, very renewing, great change of scenery, and also a great way to manifest more and manifest some clients sometimes. Because when I'm in the new place, I feel like it's almost, it almost feels like you're reborn again and you, you see the world with new eyes. And that puts you on a, such a high vibration that you're attracting more things on that vibration too. So I've manifested lots of like client opportunities every time I travel. and that has just been very interesting, I think. Mm, I love that. It's like you're bringing a different energy with you and then you're attracting more abundance and more opportunities into your life because you're not bogged down by the day-to-day. -day. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, earlier this year, I was traveling in the Caribbean for two, two months, yeah. And I didn't want to be working all day, every day, right? It was sunny weather, there was a beach, I went kiteboarding, and I wanted to be able to kind of combine the two without compromising. So I just started working early in the morning and then I usually worked at night as well. And maybe did like four or five hours every day. And I got so much more efficient because I was like, I'm not gonna waste my time organizing things on my computer when I could be at the beach. Mm -hmm. And that has really helped me change the way I work now still because I feel like when you're working from home, you can easily get distracted from like household and washing and cleaning and doing all these other things that you can have at home. So traveling has definitely helped me prioritize 
certain things in my life and in my business. And that has been very beneficial. Mm, I love it. I love that so much. And, and when it comes to self-love, I feel like that's obviously a big part of your brand. It's what you speak about a lot. And I know it's what you practice. So where, when it comes to self-love, I really want to talk about like, where do women, where do most women go wrong? What do you really need to work on in order to body this, the real kind of self-love? That is such a great question. And you know what I think is the thing that people struggle with the most is perfectionism and trying to make it right. So I noticed that with some of my clients because uh, like you said, I I work a lot with perfectionists because I used to be one. I still am sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, And perfectionists always want to do things perfectly, right? So they're like, okay, now I have the self-love thing. So these are all the things I need to do. These are all the boxes Mm -hmm. I need to tick before I can before I can love myself. So I need to do the meditation. Then I need to do the journaling. Then I need to do this. Then I need to do that. So like they make this huge list of things. And if they don't do this list, then they have failed. So they'll be like, oh my God, today I didn't do my meditation. I'm a complete failure. This cannot be it. Like, how can this happen? How am I not following through? Like, why am I, why am I not committed to this? And then they beat themselves up. And it's really not about that. It's exactly the opposite. Like self-love is about being kind and loving to yourself. So even if you have that list and you don't complete all the things, even even if you don't complete even one thing on that list, you can still love yourself. You can still be kind and compassionate with yourself and say, okay, well, I didn't do it today. Tomorrow I will do it better. Tomorrow I'll try and do it better. Tomorrow I'll try to prioritize myself or even better I'll do it now Mm. and I didn't have time all day so let me just do it now instead of complaining instead of beating myself up right now I'm just gonna sit close my eyes for two minutes and do a little breathing or something so I think it's it's a lot about judgment we're judging ourselves so much and the opposite of judgment is self-love I feel so the more you can let go of that judgment towards yourself, towards the things you're doing, the more you're going to be able to just accept what is right now. So self-love always starts with acceptance. It starts with being honest with yourself, with, with just being with yourself and, and accepting what is right now. And the more you can accept, then you can start loving those things. And the more you love, the more you're going to start glowing. Mm, I love that so much. And I think that's so beautiful because it's like, like, it feels like you're saying the acceptance is the foundation. And once you have that, only going up from there. Yeah, because it's so much easier to love others and Mm -hmm. accept others the way they are than to do it with ourselves. And yeah, I think there's just so much hatred and the way we talk to ourselves can be so mean sometimes and we wouldn't talk to anyone that we love in that way but we do it to ourselves so that needs to stop you're you like you're you're literally the only person that you're going to go to bed with every night until the day you die so it's important that you are kind to this person and to this body yeah 100% and how does how does embodying a true sense of self-love, like how does that affect other areas of your life? 
I think it's what we talked about earlier about this glowing life. You know, when you love yourself, you when you fill yourself up, you just bring a different energy to the table. Like think of it as a cup. So fill your own cup first. And once your cup is overflowing, that's what you can share with others. Like once your own cup is full, once you've recharged, once you've done your meditation and your things for yourself, and then you go out, like imagine the kind of energy you can give to your partner or to your kids or to your job even when you're so lit up, right? So it's going to affect everything in your life. Totally. Totally. Love it. Love it. And how important is self-care for you? You know, how, what would you say to women or to the woman who says that she doesn't have time for self-care? Like what's your perspective on that? Well, I like to say, if you don't have 10 minutes, you don't have a life. <laughs> so, <laughs> because self-love or even, yeah, even meditations, like it's not about sitting in meditation for one hour and chanting OM all the time or things like that. While this is great, you don't need to do this for self-care. Like do something five minutes a day, 10 minutes a day and start from there. If you don't have those five minutes, like what kind of life are you living? If you don't have time for you, the most important person in your life like what are you even living for the, because the better you can take care of yourself the better your life gets so it's just an excuse if you don't have time for self-care there are chances that there are many other things that you're telling yourself you don't have time for probably travel relationship things that you really want to do the big dreams because how you do one thing is how you do everything so if you're telling me you don't have time for self-care you probably don't have time for all these other things that technically would be important for you. And then it just comes down to it being an excuse and you're not willing to prioritize yourself, or maybe you're scared to prioritize yourself. You know, there's, it's usually connected to lots of fears and not feeling worthy of prioritizing ourselves too. So it's just like, really, to be honest, it's the most important thing in my life. If I don't take care of myself. I don't show up in my business the same way. I don't show up in my relationships the same way. And it just doesn't feel good. So like if there was just one thing you need to do in this life, it's really to take care of yourself. Mm, I love that you said that so much. Like preach this to preach because I think it's just the most important thing as well. Like I just think we get it so wrong when we think that we are second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth to everyone else. Like, we can't be the best version of ourselves unless we give ourselves some love. And like you said, fill up our own cup before we attend to everyone else. And I think that people, people sometimes think that like they have an idea of what self-care is supposed to be and maybe that's not their style and they don't realize that self-care is just really individual and self-care can be about like sleeping in that morning. Like you said, how you don't, you know, wake up to an alarm. Like that could be your version of self-care, but someone else's version of self-care could be like going for a walk down the beach. Like it's so, you know, it could be setting boundaries. Like it's so unique and different for everyone. Yeah, I agree that I think that's the most important thing that you figure out what works for you and when works for you. Like, you've asked me about my morning ritual. That doesn't mean everyone needs to do exactly the same things that I do. Like you need to figure out what works for you. And I think that always helps me when I, when I doubt myself or when I have like thoughts like, Oh, I don't really have time for this. I just ask myself, so what would my higher self do 
Sometimes I also ask myself, like, what would my mentor do? Because I admire her so much. So it's like, what would she do in this situation? And that usually gives me the answer. That's always self-love. I love that. Yeah. Making a better choice. That's beautiful. That's so good. And I'd love yeah. for you to share with us like your, some of your empowerment rituals because I know you do such beautiful practices and rituals to make yourself feel more grounded and to connect with yourself. I'd love to know more about what they are and um, you know, how, you, how you stay true to them. Mm, there are so many, <laughs> so many. Um, it really depends on my emotion, I would say. So if I'm feeling overwhelmed, I probably just take a break and maybe go outside for a walk. Or another thing I love doing is showering. So if I feel like I have too many things going on, or I'm like telling myself all these crazy stories, I like to just get in the shower. <clears throat> Sorry. Wash it all off, like even wash my hair and like just rinse off the entire overwhelmed from my physical body um that's something that helps me a lot with overwhelm when i'm feeling um anxious or i'm telling myself crazy things that yeah just like those stories that make you go crazy sometimes Mm -hmm. um journaling has been my go-to practice um and usually i just write down whatever's going on in my mind like all the worries all the thoughts, all the fears, just put it onto paper because what happens, you basically, the energy that's going on in your mind is going from your mind into the paper. So it's like physically or energetically out of your body as well. So that has helped me a lot. Um, I like just sitting and doing like little things like getting my crystals, lighting a candle, using my Palo Santo or my selenite crystal to almost like um, have a selenite wand. So I just go over my body from top to bottom and just kind of shake away. That makes sense. My negative Mm -hmm. energy from my entire body. That has helped a lot too. Um, And another thing could just be like making myself a juice or a smoothie, getting, doing something for my body that helps me feel good physically. Um, has helped a lot as well. Yeah, I love that. Something so simple. And like, it sounds like every time you're doing one of these rituals, like you're not doing it as a tick the box, like you're doing it because you know it's going to make you feel good. It's going to make you feel empowered at the end of it. Yeah, absolutely. Another thing that has helped me a lot is, um, yeah, crystals and essential oils. So I have a couple of essential oils that I use and depending on how I feel, I may pick a different oil. Like if I'm very nervous and can't really sleep, for example, or anxious, I would use a lavender oil. If I'm like ready to manifest and, and work on like creativity and self-expression, I use my um, wild orange oil, which is really good mm-hmm. for the sacral chakra. I work a lot with the chakras and balancing the energies there as well. So yeah, it's, it's really powerful when you can have like an intention, like you pick your crystal for the type of energy you need. If you need like heart expansion on that day, you can pick a rose quartz. If you need more grounding, you can take a ruby, like all of these things just help so much when you have an intention with it. Yeah, that's so beautiful. What, what is your favorite crystal right now? 
Um, right now I have this black tourmaline that someone recommended me and it's not, I don't know how you say it, it's like a raw crystal. It's not polished or anything. Mm -hmm. That's super important. And you need to wear it on your skin. Mm -hmm. And it's really great for protection of energy. So I've, I've been wearing this in my bra because there's no other way I can wear it on my skin, <laughs> really. Um, and yeah, it, I think it really helped in the last couple of weeks where I've, I, have, I think I've I had it, I bought it in, a, in LA actually on this trip I was on just last week. So um, it just really helped me protect my energy and, and make sure that all the bad vibes from people I don't need are staying away from me. Mm, I got to get me some of that. Got to get me some, some black tourmaline. <laughs> yeah, I really think you should. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So good. And you, I know that you do lots of like deep inner work and you, you, you speak about healing and you know how it's really easy for us to go really surface level as opposed to dig, digging deep and um, start to heal those wounds and change the story and look at our fears and doubts. So is there, do you have a, a method or a practice that you like to use when you notice that maybe old stories or fears or doubts are coming up for you? Yeah. And well, it happens all the time. Those fears and stories will always come up. They will always be there. And that's like the most disappointing thing about personal development is like, you will never be done with those stories. Um, I just recently had a situation where an old story came up where I thought, oh my God, I've done so much work on this. How can this come up again? Mm. <laughs> and um, yeah, it can be really painful when you discover there's like a new layer to the same issue. And it's usually always the same wound. So for me, that was the wound of like not being good enough because I was bullied when I was little um, and, and then kind of was in that trap of not being good enough. And then I attracted relationships where I was never good enough and like all of these things, jobs, situations um, that always proved me that I was not enough. And that, that wound keeps coming up. It kept coming up in my business um, because that's like, Am I enough to charge those prices? Am I enough that people would actually come on my retreats? And I had to work through so much of these fears and doubts um, to get to where I am today. And I know to get to where I want to be in the future, there is so much more work I need to do. So I think it's just being really honest with yourself because it's so easy to fall into that victim mode and be like, oh my God, why is this happening to me? I can't believe this. Like that judgment piece we talked about earlier to just completely give into that is so easy. And just, yeah, be that poor girl that everything happens to her and it's not going to help you. So you have to be really honest with yourself. And that's probably the first thing I would say. You need to realize, okay, I am falling back into victim mode. I'm doing this because this is my ego. This is my fear. This is a story I've been telling my entire, myself my entire life. This is what I'm used to. And therefore it's so easy to fall back into victim mode, right? So when I'm honest with myself, I can observe that and I can be, yeah, I can have like a third eye view on the situation and be like, okay, this is what's happening. This is not what I want. Let me figure out what I can do to get out of this. So for me, it's often journaling as well, like figuring out why am I feeling this way? 
sometimes new things come up. Sometimes it's just the same old stories, the same old, you know, people that were involved in that situation or in situations in the past and just getting clarity on why am I feeling this way and where does it come from? If you're new to this work, like, why am I feeling this way? Where does this come from? When was the first time I felt this way in my life? And it's usually around the age of seven, like in very early um, childhood, I would say. And often another practice or method is forgiveness. So forgiving the person that hurt me, forgiving the person that makes me feel this way, and sometimes forgiving myself, which can be really difficult because really, especially when we fall back into these victim mindsets, it's a total nightmare to be in there. Like it's so hard to get out of it, but what you're doing is you're just harming yourself. So it's, it can be really healing and, and beautiful to be able to forgive yourself for even allowing yourself to be a, a victim. You know, it, it's okay. It's okay to not be okay. And again, the more like compassion and love we can give to ourselves, the easier it's going to get. So be honest with yourself, journal, talk to someone and try to forgive yourself for the things, for the, for making your life difficult sometimes. Mm. Yeah. I, I think that's so beautiful. And it's kind of like recognizing that those feelings and emotions, like those that can change, you know, that's not, doesn't have to be consistent that can change. And it's about doing that kind of sometimes icky, scary, uncomfortable work that will get you to the next level. Yeah, um, one of my mentors actually told me recently that emotions usually only last 90 seconds and the rest is what we make it all about. So I'm like, oh my God, not what I want to hear. <laughs> 90 seconds. Oh my God, it's nothing, isn't it? I know. Crazy. It's crazy. And like the rest is just what we're telling ourselves and how we are so wrapped up in the story. I mean, you know, I think it's important to allow emotion to come through and to accept it. So whether that's 90 seconds or whether that's a couple hours or a couple of days, it doesn't really matter. The more you work on yourself, the more you're, the faster you're going to be able to get out of negative emotions. Mm. Um, but it's still going to be there, you know, like I have them all the time and it's just about learning to manage them. And sometimes it's easier and sometimes it's not. And just yeah just love yourself anyway yeah oh, I love it so beautiful so beautiful let's shift gears a little bit into talking about leaping into the unknown because I feel like having your own business hosting retreats like all over the world and doing so much of what you do is really about leaping into the unknown and many people would feel really resistant and avoid taking these types of risks even if it was something that the heart was calling them to do. So what would you say to the girl who is longing to do something bold and brave and take the risk, but is just so damn scared to take that leap? What would you tell her? I would tell her to just do it. Like ask yourself, definitely do all the work. So what are you scared of? Um, where does this fear come from? When was the first time you experienced this fear in your life? And get really clear on that. And maybe that's someone, you know, maybe your parents were broke or had their own business and it failed or something like that. You know, you never know. Maybe you're, um, one of your parents kept telling you when you were little that 
having your own business is dangerous or you're going to fail or you're never going to make enough money. Like you really need to nail the story and get really clear on why you're scared right now to take the jump and differentiate between threat and just the fear of the unknown. Because to be honest, everything new I do, everything new I launch, I never know what's going to happen. Like I never know if my retreats are going to fill up. I never know if anyone's ever going to sign up with me again. You know, I have those fears too. And that is just your ego trying to protect you and keep you safe and trying to make sure that you don't do anything scary because anything new is scary. Anything new is unsafe. So you have to understand that anytime you do something you've never done before, your ego is going to come in and say, don't do this because it's a risk. It, it may fail. What if it fails? What if it doesn't work out? Like all these things it's going to tell you. And when you can be aware of that and just detect, detect it as the ego and the story and, and be like, okay, it's normal to feel this way because I've never done this before. Then it's way easier to take the leap. Um, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think it's so important that you say that because sometimes people just assume that it's way easier for others and it, you know, and that those other people that are taking those leaps and risks don't have the same fears and worries that we do, but it's so not true. And sometimes like, I love the way that you're being so real about it. And that's why, you know, I think it's so important to be real and to be honest and to express that you also, and so many other people doing things out there and running retreats and having successful businesses also have those fears and doubts and, you know, the, the, that girl wanting to take that leap is not alone. No, everyone, everyone has them. And, you know, I actually, my, my dad has a big, big part of his work was um, his own. So he was self-employed, mm. never really made a lot of money. I have lots of people in my family who all had their own businesses and they were not really successful. And I'm like, I want to have my own business, but I want to be successful financially too. And not just you know, have those same old stories everyone else has. And I had to do lots of work around that. And knowing that I, I can have my own business and I can make money from it and really enjoy it. And it doesn't mean I have to work 24 seven and like never take a vacation. Like I want to do this in a different way. And that's, mm. that's amazing in today's world with like the internet and being able to travel and work from anywhere. Um, and I think another really important thing in that process is that you surround yourself with people that empower you. So whether that means joining a program or going on a retreat where you meet like-minded people who are, you know, passionate about something or want to start something like surround yourself with people that see the bigger vision and the bigger picture as well so that you can raise your own vibration because you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So if you're spending your time with complainers and people who don't want to show up for themselves and are just in a boring job and think that's it for the end for the rest of their lives, you're probably going to struggle to stand up for yourself and really go for your dream. But if you're surrounded by people like you and I, for example, who are going to kick your butt if you don't do it, who are going to be there to listen to her, 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 you know, supporting you in every single step of the way and are cheering you on then it's so much more, so much easier to actually do it because you know you have this network 
of people who are there to support. Mm, absolutely. Oh, I love that. I love that so much. So important. So tell us more about your retreat. When is your next retreat? And like, what's, tell us a couple of things that actually happen these, happen on these like beautiful spiritual stunning retreats that you do. Yeah. So the next retreat is happening in April and it's going to be in Bali mm. and it's a self-expression retreat. So as you know, I work with perfectionists a lot and perfectionists can be really hard on themselves and have really high expectations from themselves and at the same time want to make sure everyone likes them, everyone agrees with them and is like a people pleaser a little bit as well. So it's easy to not speak up for yourself and put your desires last and not really, yeah, not stand up for yourself. So this retreat is going to really help you revamp your self-worth and know that you matter, your voice matters, what you do, what you think, what you want matters, and that you have the power to express that verbally as well, because that's where we hold back a lot because we want to be perfect everywhere. So we want to make sure we don't put ourselves first and show everyone how important we are. So using your voice and really working on the self-worth are the things that we're going to do in that retreat in Bali. And oh my God, so many things happen. <laughs> we usually have a morning practice. Sometimes it's with yoga. Sometimes it's breathing and meditation and journaling. We journal a lot, like basically all workshops consists of me talking and sharing things and then you writing things out, getting clarity on the paper with what's going on in your own life and, and then sharing all of that with the others in the group. Because I believe one thing is journaling and finding out for yourself, but the other thing is really being able to express it and share that with a group of women who love you and support you, um, which is, all about the self-expression piece, right? It's so so easy to have clarity for ourselves, but then we're not really sharing it with others. We're not really talking about the dark things with other people because we're ashamed of that. We we don't really talk about our emotions with others because we're ashamed of not feeling happy all the time. And that's so wrong because we all have emotions and emotions are so important. So the retreat gives you the space to just really express yourself in, in all different ways. And the more you can show up for yourself and like use your voice to express how you're feeling inside, the more you're going to be able to do that in your everyday life. And just from there, develop your glowing life because it's really all about you speaking up for what matters to you, you know? Mm, I love that. That's so beautiful. Like expressing yourself and, and that self-worth piece it's so intertwined and I, I love the part that that you that you do in your workshop sorry in your retreats where you share with the group and share with each other because it's one thing to have these discoveries on your own but then to actually share and be vulnerable with other people is really powerful yeah I was on a retreat earlier this year and we had to write about the next three months, I think. Mm -hmm. And I was just going through a really tough time in my life. And I had to write down like how I want to feel over the next three months. And I felt it was so personal. And then I had to stand up and read it to everyone. And I was just like crying and like tearing up all the time. But it felt very healing to be able to share it. Um, 
And it's very powerful because in the end, you know, all we want is being loved and seen and understood. And that's what you can be in a retreat like that. That's so beautiful. I love that. Oh, love it. And where is the retreat in Bali? Whereabouts? Ubud? Um, no, it's going to be in the Changu area. Changu. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh, how exciting. Yeah. So exciting. And if anyone wants to find out more about the workshop, uh, sorry, the retreat, they can just hit you up on your bio and your Instagram. Yes, there's a direct link from there. You can find everything on my website as well, martinafink.com. Amazing, amazing, amazing. So good. So we are into our final segment, which is actually my favorite because it's called Behind the Scenes and it's all about getting really real and honest um, and how we like to get super honest and fierce female radio. But I feel like we've got really honest on this podcast anyway, so it's, it's very seamless. <laughs> so can you, can you share with us a recent situation where you're experiencing some self-doubt? Hmm. It happens all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it happens all the time. But yeah, recently I lost someone very important in my life and it has definitely put me on a journey of self-doubt and victim mode and all of that stuff. Because when you lose someone important in your life, you suddenly feel like, what am I even here for? Like how, how am I going to, get over all of these things that I used to have someone that supported me and you know when you're when you're even though I have my own business I still rely on the people that love me and that I can share my things with you know so it becomes like you're not that alone in the journey and suddenly when someone falls off and is no longer there to support to like listen when you have questions or things you want to talk about or like fears or stories of someone that annoyed you or something you suddenly feel like oh it feels so strange it feels so weird like how am I gonna get through this by myself how am I gonna get up again and yeah it's you know where wherever whatever happens in your life you just need to know that you can rely on yourself and that you are enough and that you know enough and that you have enough to do this by yourself of course, it's better when you have family and loved ones. Of course, it's easier when you have family and loved ones. But in the end, people are going to come and go in your life. And you are going to be the only one who's always there. So it's really important to believe in yourself and to trust yourself. Thank you so much for being so open and vulnerable. Because I think that's just... It's so important and it sounds like, I don't know if, if this is, feels the same for you, but it feels like when you lose someone that's important to you, all of a sudden, like your world feels like it's falling apart and it's breaking. But then it's like at the same time, you're kind of feeling like that, but then you're kind of trying to focus on like a new version of yourself because now things are different and taking that as an opportunity of like reinvention. Yeah, it's like a rebirth for sure. Yeah. 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 And I think, you know, the the thing, the one thing I want everyone to know is that even though I'm talking about the glow and the glowing life and all of that stuff, it doesn't mean it's all rainbows and unicorns all the time. It means that it comes with all things life has to offer. It comes with the good and the bad and you can still show up for yourself and you can still love yourself 
in the dark moments too and that's part of life in fact you cannot really experience happiness if you don't know how to feel the negative emotions mm. either right so yeah so true you can glow you can glow in the dark too you can glow in the darkness oh that's gorgeous i love it i love it and so what's an area of your life that you're trying to improve in at the moment i am trying to work a little less and play more mm. because um yeah it's so easy to work all the time every day even though it's a few hours or just an hour or something every day um but you're still like wrapped up in work every day at some point um although i don't really work fridays saturday sunday really but still you know i'm still on instagram i'm still checking my emails all these things so I'm trying to have more boundaries for myself around that um, and have more time to play. And what I've done, I've been so simplifying everything. <laughs> like I've deleted um, Facebook Messenger from my phone. I've deleted my email from my phone. I've deleted my Facebook Pages app from my phone. Like I've deleted all other apps that I don't really need and never use. Um, I've done things in like all my online programs and things and systems and all of that stuff. Like I've gone through everything and just simplifying everything, getting rid of the things I don't need. Like I'm really going through this detox and decluttering process right now of everything in my life. And that just helps so much because the less things you have to think about, the less you're going to be overwhelmed and the less, the more you're going to be present with your own life. So working less, having more boundaries with myself for that and being okay with like not being okay and being okay with not working all the time and knowing that tomorrow is another day to keep working has really helped me. And I love all of those things, especially like the detox and the decluttering, like how much that changes your energy. Yeah, it's crazy. So many yeah, it's because I'm going to steal those things. <laughs> Yeah, it's because you you have your hands full with all of these things, like be it physical things, clothes, beauty products. I know people who have like 20 different shower gels and shampoos and makeup and all that. Like you don't need 20 different shampoos. You just need one, right? So it's the same in, in like your business and your life and your relationships. You can simplify and just really only have those things that fill you up. And when you can let go of those things that are overwhelming and that are unnecessary, you get your hands free. And when you have your hands free, you can receive new energy and new things and new people and new opportunities. So that has helped me a lot to just consciously let go of things that are unnecessary and, and you don't really need in any way. So good. So, so, so good. And our final question, what is your recent fierce female moment, Martina? So a moment where you felt proud to be yourself. Uh, that actually just happened last week in New York City when I took my um, mastermind clients to New York City. And um, so my mastermind is like a several months long program with uh, for health coaches and wellness entrepreneurs who want to grow their business in a very aligned spiritual and heartful way um and we've been working together for i think nine or ten months now and i took them to new york city for a retreat and we stayed at this dreamy hotel which is my favorite in the world it's called the one hotel 
it's all sustainable made of wood and plants and like I felt like I was in the mountains and in nature although we were like in Brooklyn (laughs) Mm. um and I remember I think two years ago I stayed at this hotel for the first time at Central Park and I'm like I just love the vibe of this place so much and the you know the, the sustainable aspect of it like they have filtered water and the cart the the room carts are recycled wood and like all of these things little details that I love so much so I said to myself one day I'm gonna host an event at one of these hotels with my clients and yeah then about a year ago when I started planning for this program I'm like okay why not go to New York City take the girls there like I love doing retreats as part of my programs because it takes them away from their everyday life and puts them into a different space with people that they already know and that they've been working together for a while and it's really powerful so we had a three-day retreat in new york city and it was um, a business retreat technically but really all the things we talked about is allowing yourself to be authentic to be real to be yourself you don't need to pretend to be anyone else or you don't need to pretend to have it all together or to pretend to be that perfect health coach that eats healthy all the time and never has problems. Like it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to take a break. It's, it's okay to have emotions and to not post on social media for a couple of days and don't do stories every day. Like allow yourself to give you what you need because when you do that, it's what we talked about basically over the last hour, like allow yourself to take a break and, feel yourself up first so that you can show up in your business in a different way. So yeah, hosting that event with my clients and seeing the transformation they've gone through in New York city last week has just been out of this world. Incredibly beautiful. That is so exciting. That is so, so beautiful. I need to check that hotel out. That sounds amazing. Did you go there somewhere else? Like, I feel like was, is there one in um, Iceland? No. Uh, no, that was a different one. I can't even remember the name of it. Currently, they're only in the U.S. There's gotcha. two in. There's two in New York City. There's one in Miami, and there's one in L.A. Mm. Um, but they're opening like 25 more hotels around the world. So as soon as I have one in Europe, I'm gonna be doing events there for sure. So beautiful. Oh, so exciting! Thank you so much, Martina, for sharing your energy, being so vulnerable, telling us, sharing with us so many amazing rituals and just all of your beautiful wisdom. I really, really appreciate it. And I know the listeners are going to get so much value out of this conversation today. Martina, can you tell everyone where we can find you? Yes, you can find me at Martina Glows on Instagram and Facebook and martinafink.com for all like all things that's on a website and I have a podcast as well it's called the glow life podcast on iTunes and Spotify and all the podcast places Mm, amazing thank you so much beautiful girl and we'll catch you guys next week If you're vibing this show, please leave us a review. We would love to be of value to more fierce females and you can totally help us grow. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Fierce Female Co. And don't forget to share this episode podcast on your Instagram story. Tag us and share your top takeaway. 
I would love to know what you got out of the show. And this is really a great way for you to think about what value this brought to you and how you might use this in your own life. I love you. Thank you for listening. Wishing you all the love, light and fierceness. And we'll see you soon.